This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Beronius. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. You always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com, and you're welcome to join me live for these sessions over Zoom. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. This is the third episode on the theme of the journey from your head to your heart or from your mind into your body about how you take the self-mastery work from an understanding and intellectual level about how the mind works, how belief works, how your inner world has been created and how you can change it and start letting it trickle down into your body, into your heart and becoming more aware of and living from your full being and not just identified with the mind and with the old program of the mind, but not even the mind itself, but start connecting with other parts of yourself, like your heart, listening and receiving the message from your emotions and connecting with the body and its wisdom, its intuition that it has within itself. So in this episode, I want to talk a little bit more about what that might look like after a while when you're dropping further and further into your body, what that trust might look like. So Gary touched on this in the last episode in the conversation with him of how he was shifting between, and he had kind of had a hard time describing it. I thought that was interesting because it becomes so automated, so intuitive for him of being both in the head with listening or engaging or describing, verbalizing ideas, but also shifting into the body, shifting into sensing feeling, dreaming. And this is quite a lot how I experience it too. It's like you, all of a sudden you got a bigger toolbox, you got a bigger toy, more complex toy to be in, to play with, to explore with. So while you before used to be in your mind and identified with your mind and what it was thinking or switching, you know, between the different perspectives of the parts of the mind, rebelling against one and being victimized by another, just moving around in that loop of the mind. When you start becoming more in touch with your body and start feeling into the difference between feeling and thinking, sensing and thinking, well, it's like a whole world opens up to you. And a question that I get a lot of the time is about once you start taking apart all the belief structures and the ideas in the mind of about who you are and the characters, the parts in there in your unconscious that you used to identify with, it can feel quite disorienting. Who am I? You've been living as these different ideas of yourself. 
And when you're not conditioned to do that anymore and you realize, well, I'm free to create the life that I want to, well, then what's there? And the answer to this lies so much more in the body than it does in the mind. So when you want to go explore what what you want, what's important to you, what you feel excited about, what you feel passionate about, and I'm not just talking about like some kind of big life goal that you have to decide on, but just how you want to spend your days, how you want to, um, who you want to hang out with, what you want to feel like, what you want to engage in and not. The wisdom, the answer, the compass is in the body. So for me, this is about building that trust with the body. Start instead of, you know, that hierarchy that used to be in place of it's the mind overriding the body. It's the mind that makes the schedule and the plan about the career and the kind of relationships we should be having from the idea of what will bring us happiness, success, approval, whatever it might be that's driving us. But it's all an idea and it's we think that these things, external things, will give it to us. Well, now instead, you can tune into the felt sense in the body. And this is building trust. So in the beginning, and this is something that we do extensively in the mastermind being me, which whole aim is to connect you with what you truly want. You start listening. That's the first step of building a trust with your body. You start listening. You start paying attention to what it's telling you or what you're feeling inside. If it's a yes or a no, because that lives in the body. And then observe the mind wants to step in and override that and say, well, yeah, yeah, but it, it makes more sense to do this or we should definitely do at least do this first before we get to that. So in this process, when you start connecting with your body, start building trust with it, start listening to it, you will reveal lots more programs and beliefs in there. Because when you set your aim and your intent to start listening to your body, start being in your body, well, now the mind will also object when there are things that it doesn't agree with, that the program is mm, against. So this can actually be used as a very effective hunting tool. As soon as you rebel or go against... um, disrupt that program that's been in place and you're like no I'm going to listen to my body instead and follow that the mind and the program in the mind will expose itself it will show its cards so again this is something that you start practice more slowly this is something that you ease into So instead of making the big life-changing decisions by listening to your body and saying, okay, I'm moving across the globe tomorrow and, uh, you know, ending my, all my old relationships and quitting my job, whatever it is, start small. You start building a trust with your body by listening to, would it like to stay five minutes extra in bed or get up immediately? 
Would you like to drink coffee or tea? Would you like to take a walk or ride the bike? Simple, simple things of listening for the yes or for the no. And a yes in the body can often feel more like excitement. I call it a turn on. This is your compass. Your turn on is your compass. What turns you on throughout your day? What you feel excited about? So it can feel like a tingling excitement or even like a rush of energy. It can also feel more like an expansion, a moving towards something like, yes, leaning into it. While a no can feel, sometimes it's more quiet. It's just like numb or, or silent. There's no response. Sometimes there's more of a contraction or a repelling away from it. And when you listen for that yes and no, I want you to pay close attention now to what happens in the body or in the mind. Sorry. When you listen to the body and now it tells you your yes or your no, and it's, you will feel it. It's, it's, it's a felt sense. And now observe what the mind is doing. Is the mind trusting that yes or no? Or is it now coming up with justifications or reasons to why you anyway should go ahead and do the opposite to what the mind and the body is telling you. This is much more where you will be navigating from tapping into how you're feeling and allowing that to, to guide you throughout your day. It's a lot more about feeling into the body than figuring it out in the mind. So at a certain point in the self-mastery work, this becomes much more of your practice than hunting, mapping, inventorying. It's you tapping into what kind of life you want to create for yourself. This is you moving more into the dreamer, to the artist of your life than the hunter. So it's that shift again. And I talked extensively about that in episode one, if you want to go back if you haven't heard that. So the skills of creating what you want, well, then first you need to be in touch with what you want. And that happens with you getting in touch with your body and start building that trust and shifting that hierarchy between the mind and the body, the intellect and the unconscious. So an important skill to practice when you move out from the hunter into the dreamer, into the artist of your life is being in touch with your body, feeling into it. But your mind might want to keep you and do the best it can to keep you in the head, to keep you in the perspective of these different characters that have been used to, you know, running the program, running the show and that wants your attention, that wants you to keep playing by their rules because they believe it's important to keep you safe again. So they're not just here to be annoying. They actually think that they're doing you a favor, that they're doing something really good. So one way they might be doing this is to keep you busy with the self-mastery work. It keeps telling the story of struggle, of needing to figure it out, of that there's something more to learn, that there's something more you need to see. 
And at a certain point, that won't be the answer. Because like I described in, in the episode, the first episode where I introduced this theme about emotions and dropping into your body, I said that, well, we start in the analytical process. Huh? We start there to understand and get the mind on board. And it's very, very important to also then be ready to understand and meet the resistance that will show up when you try to go sit with your emotions. So that's super important. But, and you got that, those tools and it's, it's very, it's very good tools to use at certain points when you come across a big belief and you want to inventory and take it apart. But also it's something of trusting in that you can move on to the next phase, which will be much more about releasing emotions. And at a certain point, you don't even need to know where they're from, uh, how, how, how they came to be there, what their name is. It's, it's more about feeling, allowing them to be felt, allowing them to move through your body. And after a while with that, and as you're creating Start using intent and your willpower and getting in touch with your desires and what turns you on and create from there. Well, then that skill of being in your body will, will grow even larger and you, got, you have even more use of it. And after a while, when you start, might start tapping into that, all these are energies, Emotions are energies, opinions are energies, mm, these beliefs and these characters that's been formed around the beliefs, these identities in your unconscious, they're energies as well. And after a while, you might even be able to start tapping into your more of your energetic body and you can move these patterns energetically. And it's kind of then going back to doing the, to doing the inventorying, uh, it's a little bit like going back to using the hammer and now you got, you know, an electrical tool instead. So it's, it's about learning these skills, but also, and using them when it's needed, but also about seeing the process. You are becoming a master and the different mastery levels will will need for different tools or skills so clinging and holding on to the mind's way of doing things while you could actually start moving the emotions and get much faster there and and get much bigger shifts by doing that it's um, it just makes more sense so your mind might still want to try and keep you there. And it will keep saying the things about, you need to try to figure it out. You need to understand. You need to know where, where this belief is coming from, exactly how it's formed, what characters are in there. But what I'm inviting you to do is looking at if that kind of struggle mentality is based in a belief that it has to be hard work. It has to be a struggle 
You have to accomplish something. You have to earn something with hard work. Because then that's the belief that you can instead put your attention on. What emotions is it put in place with? And is there some things to release in there? Because life doesn't have to be a struggle. You can choose. It's that idea is also formed from a belief. And if you change that belief, and if you realize, well, my life can be in ease and flow. It can be me receiving the things that I want to. It can be me feeling worthy of receiving all these things without having to work so hard for it. So this is an invitation for you to look at after a while in the self-mastery work, are you sticking with and believing in a struggle story that it needs to be a struggle? And in there, there can be a lot of different fears about letting that go. Who am I if I'm not struggling? What if I don't have a goal to move towards anymore? I want that mountain far away in the distance that I one day will be able to climb upon. But what it does, it's keeping you constantly in a lack from what it is that you want. Like that, that big struggle is always between you and what you want. So if you identify having a belief like that and feel that the mind is constantly pulling you into that struggle, doing more, have to figure it out and believing that that's where the shift is going to happen. Yeah, well, then the invitation is first to see that belief, sit with it and see what kind of emotions and what kind of fears are held with it. What can you feel when you sit with it? But it's also about taking the leap and trusting that what you want lives inside of you. It lives inside of your body. And when you start listening, that can become your compass. It might take you on a few mm, uncomfortable <laughs> situations to your mind because the mind thinks that we can't do that. We can't quit our job. We can't um, follow this, this yearning, this longing. And that's why I say to start small. And you will ease into it and you will build that trust with your body and with your intuition after a while. So that's a little more insight about where this journey can take you. That starts in the analytical mind, that starts in the um, motivation of wanting to change, to shift out of suffering. But what is it to live as the artist, as the dreamer and being fully in your body and feeling these things. And, and I'll tell you, this is something that I did not think was possible for me because I lived most of my life up in my head and suppressing my emotions. So getting in touch with them when it felt like that was the scariest thing in the world. I know what that feels like, but I'll tell you, it's the most rewarding things. And it's often the mind telling you that it's way more scarier 
than it actually is. It's telling the story about it's being scary. You living from integrity. This is more of what that looks like than you being run by the program of your mind. So this episode kind of concludes what I wanted to share with you around that journey from the from the head into the heart and from the mind into the body and feeling your emotions. And there's a lot more that can be said, but that's why I'm inviting you to a Q&A session on this topic next week, if you're listening to this when it was released. So if you're part of the self-mastery community, there's an event up there that you can go join. If you had any questions showing up uh, while listening to this or any insights that you want to share, then come on there, ask your questions, and that will give us some time to dive a little deeper into this topic and maybe explore some corners that I haven't gotten to yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there, and then that will come out as the next episode with some questions and answers around dropping into your body, taking the self-mastery work from the mind into your whole being. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Do you want to tune in live with me over video next week? Then head over to selfmasteryandbeyond.com for instructions. And if this was helpful to you, I appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using. Until next week.